Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 192 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yes, hello. And it's uh, not E3, or as some have dubbed it, Key 3 mm. is upon mm. us. I don't like that. You don't like I, Key 3? No, I don't like that. Can you un- it's, can start the podcast over? <laughs> no, I can't. No. It's Jeff Keighley's E3, or not E3, as I have been calling it. Uh, I like it's Summer Games Mess. Like let's... Summer Games Mess of Jeff Grubb, that also is uh, that, that is happening. That, that makes me happier. Uh, that is true. Um, so, th- yeah, it is happening. Many things are being announced, even on the periphery outside of showcases people are just saying random shit into the void and i have seen trailers on like gamatsu for shit that is just like power wash simulator launches july 14th for xbox series x Mm -hmm. and pc sure okay sure why not oh it's the windows store i was gonna say i thought that was already on pc Oh, no, but it says Steam. I don't fucking know, man. Well, oh, it's coming out of early access. I see. I see. Oh, that I see. reminds me. I got to check something out after this podcast. I got a message from, I think it was Microsoft, but I'm not sure. So I'm. Con- <laughs> uh, and there was like part of Keeley's Games Mess action is like the Netflix Geeked Week. Mm. They announced like a Dragon Age show is happening. There's going to be a new Castlevania show. Some games are going to be playable on Netflix. And at that event, they also announced Spirit Fair will be playable on mobile. And I think in Netflix, question mark. Did you see? So, did you see that Microsoft is now going to be on Samsung TVs? I did, but not in the fridge. Mm, that would be hilarious. Uh, yeah, they uh, people specifically reported on that. And then they commented on some of them with their Twitter. So hmm. they're, you know, they're in for the fun. Sure. I don't know who's going to do that because like, I just can't imagine it being very good. You know, you just stream it. I know, but that's, that's the problem. Like some games, it's fine, but then others, you're just like, no, I can't play this. Yeah. Uh, Digimon Survive released a six-minute trailer for no reason. I enjoyed it. I watched all six minutes. Did you learn anything new? Uh, no. I, I mean, I learned that I still want to play it, sure. and it looks like Final Fantasy Tactics, but with Digimon. I mean, like, it's one of those things where, like, you're going to play this game regardless of that. Oh, uh, exactly. And it has been delayed for like four years. So like it, I already knew I wanted it back then, sure. but, you know, like whatever. Um, but to get into the, the real stuff, uh, there's been a lot of showcase announcements here. Um, mm-hmm. The Microsoft is having their showcase on. Sorry, it was already announced that they were having their 90 minute showcase on June 9th. Right. right? No, but then no, it was the like the. It's not even the 14th you have. It's the 12th, isn't it? It, It's the, yeah, it's the 12th. Isn't it Sunday? Maybe it is Sunday. Oh, you're right. It is. It is the 12th right. that it is. I don't know why I wrote ninth, but then on the 14th, they're having a showcase about their showcase mm. See, like, uh, to like show extended gameplay segments of things they have shown. I think that it makes sense it, to me. What it sounds like, I know you wrote it here, making it seem kind of stupid, it, yes. it kind of sounds like the Nintendo Treehouse. No, it does, except that when they announced it, it was like, what, it, this is an announcement that you're having a showcase yeah. about your showcase. Yes, yeah. It's like Exhibit saying, yo, dog, I heard you like whatever, so I put some whatever in your whatever. Like, it was just a really weird announcement. I was like, okay, whatever. Um, the, so we talked about how 
I Jeff Grubb confirmed uh, that Perfect Dark and Fable will not be at the Microsoft Showcase. Um, so to me, that means I really have no idea what will be there. We talked last week. I guarantee. I I would guess the Forza DLC. Uh, the Samsung TV thing. Yeah. So that's weird. Do you think they will talk about that or not? Because they like released press stuff about that already. Like, do you think they did that so they don't have to talk about it at this thing? I think they'll mention. It. I'm not saying they'll go in like a 10 minute thing, but I could see them like spending a couple minutes on it or something. Because, yeah, they announced that and also uh, that the custom controllers are like have new options if you want to like make your own Xbox controller. Sure. Um, so that that's mm-hmm. neat. Uh, I obviously they will talk about Game Pass. Maybe they'll have some sick like, "Hey, these new releases are coming out." Uh, there's day day one. There's that rumor that the new Madden will be on Game Pass. There is. Um, I mean, they always have big like uh, Game Pass announcements. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think like this is where we'll see a lot of Activision stuff getting put on there? Maybe. Oh, the other thing that they announced was uh, the Game Trials project. Oh, yes, yes. Whatever the shit it was called. So they're matching Sony with their game trial thing. So that that's good for consumers all around. I know there's a big rumor that there's going to be a Gears of War trilogy. Oh, okay. Um, I'm just trying to think of like all their studios. Um, oh, we're definitely going to get um, Hellblade. Oh yeah, more information about Hellblade. That's that's definitely true. Um, and then I'm trying to think like, I, I, who's Psychonauts? Studio, the studio. Oh, Double Fine. Double Fine will have something because they can usually crank out like smaller things. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, other than that, I mean, like because Bethesda is part of that, they will. This will be where they unveil Starfield gameplay. Which I mean, they're calling it certainly Xbox and Bethesda showcase. Yeah. So I, but also because they had just Starfield was supposed to be out in a couple months and they delayed it. So I, they have to have something to show at this point. Yes. I'm, I mean, do you think we get anything from three four three? I bet they talk about Halo something, right? Yeah, and I mean, they, you know, that's those season pass things are still going on. So maybe they announced some weird season pass cosmetic shit that people had been wanting or like new modes or something. Um, Obsidian, I think that game is there like grounded or whatever. I think that's still in early development. So uh, rare, I have zero faith in Everwild. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the State of Decay, I think that's been uh, several years since the last State of Decay. Do you think we see a State of Decay 3? Yeah, because somehow they develop those games in like complete secrecy, and then they are huge and have wild amounts of content. Mm-hmm. So maybe the new... Although, I don't remember if it was proven true that their next one is going to be closer to like an MMO scenario, like a massively multiplayer mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, maybe not. But I, you know... I don't know. Uh, and then, like, for me, the one I desperately want is Wolfenstein 3. Mm, yeah. Because we, ha- we haven't heard anything about machine games since the last Wolfenstein game. So. No, and I... Yeah, I'm, I wonder. Huh. That's... That's my... That, that, that... 
that's my hope. I'm not predicting Wolfenstein 3. I'm just hoping for Wolfenstein 3. Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's weird where normally like insiders uh, would have some kind of like clue as to what's really going to be here. But a lot of them have said that like it seems like nothing is truly like nailed down. Mm. So they most of them are hesitant to say anything is going to be there. So well, and this is where they'll show just like these like crazy uh, like just, uh, you know, we'll see some indie stuff. We'll definitely see some you know, some other AAA. I, I, it's hard to say. I, I mean, Ubisoft doesn't have anything. So do you think they might show something here? I so. Maybe, but they also said they were having their thing later in the year, right? So, I mean, how much later? I, I don't know. I don't know what they got, man. Well, that's what I mean. Like, really, you think about Ubisoft and what do they have? Oh, there was that rumor that they are... Uh putting out assassin's creed origins again but at 60 frames a second and uprest oh it's that they just put that on game pass and i they've been doing that with all the assassin's creed oh interesting okay. and i don't think they've been charging i think those are just like add-ons to the updates to the game oh weird that's cool so that's it that is not something they'll announce at here mm. Which, I mean, like, that getting added to Game Pass really kind of makes me wonder if we'll see some more Ubisoft to Game Pass. But then, like, Ubisoft Plus is now on PlayStation Plus. So, like, I don't know. That's that's another weird one. Did you see that the, there's a rumor that there's going to be a PlayStation, uh, another state of play later this month? No. Mm-hmm. No, there's not. That's the rumor. That's a bad rumor. You're going to feel stupid when it happens. They don't have anything else, dude. They've got a war. And- oh, no. Okay, so we'll talk about that. And I- The Last of Us. Oh, God. Okay. We'll talk about the God of War thing after. It, but- there legitimately could be. I don't know, like, later this month. But I mean, So I don't know that... I, you're right. There could be. There could be, like, I a 15-minute God of War yes. state of play. Yeah, I'm, and I'm not even saying like at the end of this month. Like I, there will definitely be one between now and I'm going to say August. No, there will definitely either be a state of play at the end of this month, or they will just say that God of War is coming out this year. I think they'll do a state of play with the uh, the announcement date because that's I that's what I put on here, yes. so we can just talk about that now. Bloomberg Jason Schreier said that yes, mm-hmm. God of War Ragnarok is targeting a November release. It is not delayed until 2023, like had been speculated. But also, he specifically said that the release date will be announced at the end of this month. Mm. So, so okay, that to me, I don't know why you wouldn't just fucking do it in your other state of play. Well, they did like remember they did their own Horizon Zero Dawn state of play. I guess, but like you just had one and people always complain that you don't fucking do enough in them or like that. And I know the recent one was focused on third party shit, quote unquote. But like, if you know that God of War is going to come out later this year and you know, it is one of your most anticipated games. Why would you not just say that because because people they always get railed on for these you know what i'm saying i agree but at the same time god of war is so big it can have its own and control the news cycle for that week or that day or whatever 
I guess, but like, what else was control? Oh, I guess I I was excited about Final Fantasy 16 and Street Fighter 6, but Street Fighter 6 didn't even need to be there because Capcom is having their own showcase and it could have been at Summer Games Fest. I agree. I didn't make sense. Like, that was such a weird, like, why is Capcom having their showcase on the 13th? Like, what is that about? Oh, I mean, because they can show so many things. What what are they going to show? What the fuck are you talking about? You have not seen how much news has come out about Street Fighter. I know I know. it's insane, but also they can show an extended gameplay segment of Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Fucking Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak comes out at the end of this okay, month and they have announced sense, nothing. But like Street Fighter and uh and uh, Resident Evil aren't even until next year. Street Fighter's almost done. Is it? 100%. If you've seen the gameplay, that the shit is almost okay, done. Well, it's supposed, it supposed to come out in 2020. Hmm. Well, Resident Evil isn't dead till next year, so that like, but next year early, true. But I mean, that's still over six months away. Yeah, but that's what do you mean? That's like the perfect amount of time to give you all the hot info about it to get you excited. No, I th- I think like three months before is the perfect time. No, that companies never do that shit anymore. Like I, Microsoft and Bethesda have done that, but I think six months is like a sweet spot but, from announcement to release. But like that's not coming out till March, which is nine months. Okay, still, I think Street Fighter is coming out in February or January. But I mean, but that's that's worth seven, eight months. I I don't know. To me, that just seems like a long way away. Like, nah, man, because normally game developers announce a game like Fable, and then it's five years later, and you still haven't even seen any gameplay. I don't know. I prefer like all my news like right before as I'm like getting more excited for the game. Like Resident Evil so far away. I have so many other games that I'm thinking about right now. I'm not thinking about Resident Evil 4 remake and I won't be thinking about it for seven months now. Oh, I feel like they got to get that shit out there. Like that's how the that's how you start the cycle. And then you can slowly trickle out more stuff, you know, I guess. But also, all of the games that they're going to show at that Capcom showcase are like huge products for them. Uh, hopefully, they'll yes. Hopefully, there'll be some stuff. Because literally last year they showed games that had already come out and gave information about games that had already come out with nothing new at all. Because like the Monster Hunter makes sense to me. Yeah, because they weirdly they have shown dick of that and it comes out in 20 days. Right. Now's the time to really push that one. But it also was the time to push it fucking when the PC version of Rise came out and they dropped the ball on that in a weird way. So like Do you and it so, affect sales. I, d- I don't know. Mm. I mean, I assume it affected sales when they were like, "Do you want to bring your Switch save over?" <laughs> Just kidding, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's one of those weird things where like by now an expansion would have had like a dozen or so monsters announced for it. And they have like six. Maybe there's only six. That's crazy. No, I, I don't think I'm 30 bucks for that. No, I know. And there will, there will be more than that, but that's one of those weird things. And then like street fighter, they have literally announced a new thing every single day since it was revealed. Yes. I did see a Chun Li today. I thought, Oh no. Uh, Kyle, Kyle gameplay. Yeah, Guile's gameplay was shown at Summer Games Fest yesterday. Mm. Um, he has eyebrows for the first time um, ever, and he has a goatee now. Okay. His Ultra is like one of the craziest things graphically in Street Fighter I've ever seen in my life. Uh, so that that's really cool. But then they showed the new character, Jamie. His gameplay style is Drunken Kung Fu. So he drinks a quote-unquote key-enhancing energy drink. 
to get buffs. Okay. Which is it's an alcohol. It's an alcohol. He's drunk. Uh, and so that's cool. They showed some stuff about Luke. Uh, today, specifically, they showed uh, Luke and Ryu's taunts, which Luke makes fun of Ryu doing the Hadouken. Like, he mocks him. Okay. And I believe that means that there are character-specific taunts for each character, which is, like, not a big deal, but that's just, like, an attention to detail that fucking is so far outside the scope of whatever Street Fighter V did that it's insane. Uh, they announced that weird game face thing where... Uh, before each match, the two characters' faces are there, and depending on what buttons you press, they like get different facial expressions, and it's so stupid mm. that it's amazing. Um, the last game that had that was Soul Calibur 2, I think. Uh, and they did show Chun-Li, and they showed Ryu's moves as well, and then people were comparing Ryu's Donkey Cook to all the previous games. Um, but like outside of that, there is... The other stuff has been leaking right outside the characters like the single player mode is like a weird open world mode where you like create a character like a soul caliber style where you can like make your own character. Um, and that's one of those things where like this game was supposed to come out in 2020, right? Most likely when it was already far in development at that point, because they extended Street Fighter five for two seasons of DLC past when they said they would. I, I COVID most likely played up. No, and it was definitely COVID, but also it was one of those things where like, I think that it positively affected Street Fighter six in a way where like this game actually seems like it's good. Mm. And it like, looks like they're trying a lot of new stuff as well. And in a way that is like, I don't know. I'm very positive about Street Fighter six and what they have shown currently. And then it's kind of annoying because I don't really give a shit about all of the old characters. I just want to see what the new ones do because the old ones are going to be mostly the same, right? Other than like Ryu has a weird install move now and Chun-Li has a stance change, right? And like Luke was like the last DLC character for Street Fighter V. So he's basically the same character in this because he was so recent. Like, what are they going to do? Change his moveset for a character that was just introduced like a couple months ago? Right. Um, and like, yeah, like Jamie's whole thing is really cool. And he's like a new character. The other new characters look neat. But the one that they teased at the end of the first trailer, Kimberly, uh, she does the same type of fighting style as Guy. Oh, um, and they showed her in that trailer, like before the leak happened. So it was like, oh, she's probably going to be the next announced character. And then it was fucking Guile. And I was like, man, what? Although Guile is very cool. People love America and his theme. Uh so I assume they will unveil Kimberly at um, the Capcom event. But also today, sorry, now I'm just going into the Capcom. No, no, that's all right. Uh, uh, today they did a summer games fest thing put on by I am 8-bit where uh, content creators and games journalists were able to go there and play some of the games. And there is a build of street fighter six that people are playing right now. So like, Tons of information is coming out about Street Fighter right now, like tons of stuff that I didn't even see. Like uh, the only person I saw at the time who was playing it was Tamar Hussein, and he like knows a lot about fighting games. Mm. So he was saying like, hey, like, what do you what do you want to hear about? And the only thing I had seen before that was like people asking about Chun-Li because they're for some reason, people think that Guile's not a charge character anymore. Oh, interesting. Um, but someone asked specifically, is Chun-Li a charge character? And he said yes and talked about her stance mm. and uh, a bunch of other stuff. Long Island Joe is playing it right now. Um, so, so he's going to be good. Yeah, so like there there will be people there who like know what is about it. Apparently there is no crossplay, Tamar just said. 
Um, That's not good. Beyond PlayStation and PC, probably. Well, there's uh, got to so be. It's also on Xbox, so I guess I don't really. Maybe it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. That that's not a great. Good. That's not. That's not a great look. No. But you know, and now there are screenshots of like Jamie in another costume where he literally looks like a different character, uh, and that would be in the base game, presumably. So, um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. And like the thing. I know that there's going to be like a lot of that single player stuff and like whether that is good or not doesn't really matter to me. Right. Like if the core gameplay of Street Fighter 6 is good, I think that's really important because I think that Street Fighter 5, especially for like casual gamers who just like, oh, Street Fighter, I think it really burned a lot of people on that. Yes. Because like they didn't understand the concept of like fight money and stuff and it made it seem like it was this like huge weird paywall and like the game didn't really seem complete and all that kind of stuff. So I think Street Fighter 6 could bring back those types of people in a really big way, which I think would be really cool. But I, other than that, like I just the amount of stuff that they have revealed over the last couple of days, like they are really trying and like they are doing their best to make sure that people realize that it is cool, which is why everyone believes Capcom leaked all the characters because they, they think that because that usually is what happened. People are like, Oh, well I just want like, you know, I want to play E Honda or like, I want to play Chun-Li like that. And why not just do a little more official? Because they probably don't have gameplay of all those characters they can show yet. But either way, I don't know. It did, but people think that they did it to generate like hype and gauge interest, mm. uh, which it did, in my opinion. But then every time that kind of thing happens with a big league like that, there's the discourse about like, is it harmful to the game? Like if it's leaked, in my opinion, is like, bro, these this, this is advertising. Like mm. this is this is an advertising campaign. Like someone leaked their advertising campaign. Like who gives a shit? It is man. Like it's marketing. It does not hurt, but I will say it hurts me in the sense that like I'm looking forward to this Microsoft press press conference. I've been actively avoiding any rumors or anything around that pretty much because I just I I want to be surprised. I want to have fun, you know, I get that. And like, I know that there would be people who would like it, the Smash characters, like people would get excited for a new one. Yes. Like I despite the fact that I know what every character is. And Street Fighter 6, I will be excited because I just want to know what they do. Like, I will get excited because it's like, oh, shit, this is Guile. Like, I want to see what Guile is like in this Street Fighter mm -hmm. game because he is different. Right. And like that, that's what gets me about these. So like I, in my opinion, that is, it is was better that all these characters were leaked because now I don't have to worry about like, oh, is it going to have like a weird roster that everyone's going to get butthurt about or like is the character I want to play as going to be in it. It's just like, I already know what is there. I just want to see what they're like Yes, and how the game does. So. Like maybe not with street fighter, but you're going to want surprises with some of these press conferences. No. And I, I get that, but like, it's usually one of those things where like when a game leaks or information about a game leaks, people are always like super mm -hmm. weird yes. about it. And it's just one of those things where it's like, I, it's almost like as if people think it's like physically harming the developer. And in some cases, maybe that is the case. But like, I, I think a lot of the time uh, it actually is beneficial for them. Like in the in the other extreme. Uh, now I'm just jumping all over the place. Okay. Ne Neon White, the game by Ben Esposito, he made Donut County. Uh, and um, now he's making a game called Neon White that was announced that it's coming out the 16th at Summer Games Fest. That was leaked beforehand. 
because it was one of the only games in the Summer Games Fest list that for some reason people were not under an NDA for. Mm. So someone leaked that part and said like, oh, Neon White is launching June 16th. And a lot of people saw that and was like, I don't even know what Neon White is. And now I feel like a lot more people know what that game is because it leaked. Um, and like, I think like sometimes it can have an effect like that. Yes. But I, I feel, I feel like the only time a leak like that actually kills hype is if it's terrible. Like if it's like, Oh, this has way less content than the previous game or like, Oh, this but just like, seems like a bad direction. To a go. Leak never a leak never has that much information. It depends on what it is. I'm trying to think like one time where like a leak was really negative was Mario Rabbids. Remember that everyone's like, oh, that's, that's true. So but I just stupid. mean like Mario and Rabbids, those two shouldn't belong. And then we saw the trailer and everyone was like, that looks kind of cool. I kind of want to play that. No, yeah. I just mean leaks do happen with tons of information, though. Like literally every single piece of information about Devil May Cry 5 leaked exactly before it came out. Okay, you're talking about like, a, like okay, like most likely the leak hurt The Last of Us Part 2. Yes, that for sure yes uh it i was i'm i'm thinking more like in game announcements yeah yeah, like, yeah in that sense like i don't think it ever harms the company no i don't either but that that's the part that people get upset about yes is like all oh, these developers put all this hard work into it and you can't even you're too impatient and it's like no man like it's one of those things where it's like you're gonna pay 60 dollars for this or more for this Definitely. fucking product in some cases like don't you want to go into that with as much information as possible? I think, it's I don't know. And I get, I get, I get people like surprises. Yes. I'm just saying like that discourse always bothers me because it's like, Oh no, their fucking marketing ad was leaked. Like, what are we going to do? Like it, it was an ad anyways. Like what the fuck? So I, I don't know. And I don't want to keep going back to this, but I did just see the Xbox Bethesda showcase is going to be 95 minutes long. Oh, okay. So, I'll take it. Um, And just to finish off that Microsoft part beforehand, uh, I Phil Spencer, uh, head of gaming, you know, he He, played. I just want to say, okay, uh he he, I hate to use this term, but he's a a gamer like he actually plays video games. People follow his Xbox account. They see what he's playing. Sometimes he's up till like three, four in the morning playing something. He plays video games. So I I just want to like emphasize that now go on he on june 1st booted up banjo kazooie for the first time and he played for exactly 37 minutes and earned one achievement called get jiggy (laughs) that is for gathering two puzzle pieces Okay? okay people believe that this means that he played it for 20 minutes he played it for that amount of time because they will be announcing a Banjo-Kazooie related thing at this Xbox thing or Banjo 3 possibly. I do not think that. I think it would be cool, though. (sighs) I mean, anything's possible. It is, but also afterwards he played Ninja Gaiden Sigma, which is a weird one to play, and Elden Ring. Uh, Well, Ninja Gaiden, like all three, just got added to Game Pass. Oh, okay. Now, so I know we made our predictions previously, but this is the only prediction that matters to me. Will Phil Spencer be wearing 
a video game related reveal t-shirt at this underneath his jacket at this. I mean, this when was the last time he didn't wear a t-shirt? I well that like was related to one of the reveals. That's a good question that I don't know the answer to. I feel like that like I think the answer is yes. What is he wearing? I, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Because like you never in a million years would have guessed he was wearing a well, it was a psychonauts t-shirt that one year, right? It was. But what if my man comes out, Matt, and he's wearing a t-shirt that has a jiggy on it? See, that would be too like I want something a little more obscure, you know, like I guess, but what if what if it's zipped up? And then he unzips it mm-hmm. and then everyone loses their minds. And, then, and he's like, it's time to unveil. And then he unzips it and it says, I heart eating ass. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. See, that's, uh-huh. that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I also want that. I need to know Phil Spencer's stance on eating ass. Uh, um. So I, yes, mm-hmm. I, he will almost certainly be wearing a shirt related to the reveal. I just, that's my favorite thing about Phil Spencer. I mean, who knows? It could be they're buying another studio. Sure. There's not many left. Uh, Remedy. <laughs> yeah, but they're in that deal with Epic. They can just buy Epic. Uh, I, you know, I don't know that they could do that at this moment. I think Epic is quite large at this point that microsoft is bigger than epic as a whole the gaming division though it, they would have to definitely ask for a lot of money oh they would have to ask for a lot of money i think they already spent a lot of money six months ago <laughs> division so yeah so i don't know about that one um and then other than that like yeah i talked about the capcom showcase is june 13th at 6 p.m uh Resident Evil 4 Remake will be there, Street Fighter 6 will be there, and Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak will be there. But what I care about is the NVIDIA leak so far has been 100% true. It has predicted games that never I never would have thought would be real. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 4 to be one of them. Um, it did accurately predict Street Fighter 6, but like obviously that was going to happen anyways. Right. But one of the few, few games that has not come to pass yet is a new Ace Attorney game. Okay. What if they revealed it at the Capcom showcase? It's possible. It is possible. But either way, even if they don't, I care about information about all three of those previous products. I hope we get either a, like a Devil May Cry. Like, what is that studio working on? You know? Yeah, what's going on with Devil May Cry? I would take a, anything. Because I think, like, I want to say, like, when that studio, they were given a chance. Do they want to make Devil May Cry 5? Or I want to say it was Dragon's Dogma. Like, so there are a lot of rumors that Dragon's Dogma 2... That's what I was going to uh, say. Was, I think that was also on the NVIDIA leak. That's what I was going to say, because I'm pretty sure he was given the choice. Do you want to make devil may cry five or do you want to make dragon's dogma two he chose devil may cry Uh, five but then dragon's dogma two could be what's next is this the ultimate time matt because dragon's dogma two and a new ace attorney were on the nvidia leak it could be i mean that would be like something exciting that both of those i would be very excited about because like then you're getting you know monster hunter we're gonna get some street fighter Where's Mega Man? That's then he's dead. I told my brother that earlier. I was talking to him about Capcom before the podcast. I think they no. they put a bullet in Mega Man's head. Oh my god, eleven was four years ago. I know. Okay. I think they put a bullet in my boy. Probably for the best. I mean, they made eleven of them. 
They did, and that eleven was pretty good actually, from like a classic Mega Man perspective. And when uh, I say they made eleven, I mean they made eleven Mega Mans. That is not counting X, and that's not counting oh, Zero, and all the other. And that's not counting Battle Network. Yes, they the Legends. They've made a trillion Mega Man games. Um, I think they pretty much wrung that dry. They're just gonna have to like just. Like, I think they ran out of names to come up with, like, the enemies. or the, the, Oh, absolutely not. I could you just may think of anything. Grand could be it. It's Super Mario Strikers, man. Like, anything, you know? Anything. Band-Aid, man. Bottle Boy. See? Exactly. They never made any women. Oh, they could go back gonna, through and make I, them all women. I was just going to say that. Cut Lady. There was, there was one, I think it was either 10 or 11 they did have one woman oh, okay robot master uh but there was only one so you know was it like something woman yes i believe so uh, now i have to see uh but anyways yeah the capcom thing i am excited about mm. splash woman Splash Woman, interesting. And it was in Mega Man 9. And I guess uh, she was water? Yes, and she looks like a mermaid and has a trident. That was one of the first... 9 and 10 were like the two rebooty ones that they did for the Wii shop originally. And they were, you know, they were pretty good. They they also had graphics like the NES. Whereas 11 um, had modern graphics. And 11 had some like different, like interesting game mechanics as well, didn't it? Yeah, 11, 11 was cool overall. Um, but I, yeah, I get the feeling that Capcom doesn't really want to do a Mega Man thing because I think they feel like it can't be like a big $60 product. And that's one thing I was going to ask. Like, like, I feel like at this time, the only 2D platformer that can be $60 is Mario. Yeah, and I even Mega Man 11 was not full price, right. so um, maybe Capcom just isn't into that. I don't know. I, I mean, at this uh, point, if you want like 2D platformers, you just go the indie scene. It'll be cheaper, and on a lot of times, it'll be better. Mm-hmm. Like, because like what? Shovel Knight's probably better than anything they can make Mega Man. Oh, definitely. So, I mean, it's just that's true. So just hope for another Shovel Knight. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's the Capcom showcase June 13th at 6 p.m. Um, Annapurna announced that they are doing a showcase on July 28th. Some of these like just like that's too far away. That is kind of far away, but I think they had already announced this previously and they Annapurna also makes movies. So I don't know that that plays into this. Like they may also show some movie things there uh, that they are working on. And that's after Stray comes out. Mm, interesting oh, Annapurna game so i don't you know i don't know the, re- the only reason why i say that is because like right now we are in like the thick of like heavy news and like yeah. to me like Annapurna like having a showcase like in basically a month and a half everyone's gonna forget about that like like that's just gonna get, get kind of glossed over i i don't know that just seems like a weird time to announce it but like as but you just uh you know maybe they already announced it beforehand so. yeah um one that is happening very soon, though, is the Final Fantasy VII 25th anniversary stream. It is happening on June 16th at 6 p.m. Eastern time. They announced it will be 10 minutes long. They made a logo specifically for this thing, uh, the 25th anniversary. And now, normally, I would say, let's not get excited about this, okay? Because 
there is that stupid Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier battle royale game. There, they it could be information about Ever Crisis, could be information that it's finally coming to the Xbox. Uh, the re- Final Fantasy VII remake is finally coming to the Xbox. But so many things have been tweeted in weird ways. I don't want to say that I believe this, but it is very, very possible that they could announce or show a tiny bit of Final Fantasy VII remake part two. <laughs> that name it is a very there is a very slim chance. That name is just so ridiculous. It's going to be called Final Fantasy VII something else like it will be a different subtitle i think this time um but uh because like the producer was tweeting about like how you should look forward to it the voice actors of specific characters in other countries Mm. like the the german voice of someone was tweeting about like we should look out for this there were a bunch of like weird cryptic tweets of people saying like check this shit out and like they're not the people who would be doing that for like the weird mobile games or whatever so guys manny is announcing that we are definitively getting announcement on part two of final fantasy yeah it's probably Um, coming out in july tomorrow yeah it's coming out very soon uh i think july 2nd that uh, manny's (laughs) text me so like you know if that doesn't happen you know send him some hate mail i don't know yeah, so I, you know, I do not feel very confident that this is going to happen, but, uh, you know, 10 minutes. Anything could happen in 10 minutes, Matt. A lot can happen. Anything. Exactly. Um, and then I will, uh, you know, I'll just pull some of these other ones. Uh, the, one, the main other one in here before I skip to just general news stuff. Uh, the ESA, the people behind E3, put out a statement saying that uh, E3 is going to be back digitally and in person in 2023. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, that's not happening. Also, we're invited, which was surprising. Like we're, We are? Yeah, sure, like we're big enough now, right? Wow, mm-hmm. great. I can't wait to go. Yeah, it'll be amazing. Um, That's not happening. They got to give it up, dude. <laughs> Jeff Keighley put a bullet inside them now it's over for them i i he did partially but like let's be honest here they did it to themselves they did it to themselves and then covid twisted the knife they just and and then jeff Keeley was like hey can i be a part of this and they were like nah dog and then he was like well i'm going to destroy you then (laughs) and he dug their grave and now they live in it because like they had they had multiple opportunities to make changes they never did i mean pax is still going strong and yeah like i am 8-bit is helping jeff Keeley this year they declined to help the esa last year Mm -hmm. they pulled out uh so like what is that does that like who who is gonna go to the esa now like who's like we need you Yeah, exactly. Like in this year, if nothing else has proven more than the past several years where it was also proven, they do not companies do not need E3. 
they don't even need the confines of E3. They can just make a random announcement near Jeff Keighley's Summer Games Fest and not even have to do with it and still get caught up in the news cycle. And if you're big enough, you don't even have to do You can just tweet it, tweet something out and be done. Yeah, Nintendo does that shit all the time. No, I don't. I have to imagine that hurt sales. Like that Paper Mario game that came oh, out. Oh, that was wild. I can't believe they announced that in tweets, though. <laughs> and it was just like, hey, it's coming out tomorrow. And then it sold like four copies. Just, that that was wild yeah. that they announced that in a tweet and then that game did not sell very well you are correct <laughs> so i think they learned their lesson on that one but and that was like during wasn't that like last year right around e3 it was during the summer i don't remember it was, it was during, it was two years ago whenever it came out it was yeah it was like around e3 that they did it and i was like why wouldn't you just like mm-hmm. whatever um so yeah i i, I don't know i like having summer announcements in a more condensed time frame. But also it feels weird. This is the first year I have not taken off for E3 in a very long time. Um, you didn't do it last year. Did I not? What, what was there to take off? Oh, that's true. There's literally nothing happened though. That's what I mean. Like, like in the last couple of years, there really just hasn't been like it last year was a little bit more structured than 2020 yeah. 2020 was just a complete mess mm. um, this year just feels like more structured and like like companies are really kind of figuring their shit out well yeah and jeff Keeley is like bringing them all into the fold of the summer games fest. you say that but like ubisoft's not there Sony's not really there. I mean, like I know they just had a state, well, of but play. they were. They had the state of play, and they gave him. And those not scoops. not there. I, I you know, like we're missing. Like and like we didn't have a big Sony like conference. We just had like a little thirty minute one where they didn't even talk about their own stuff. Like, like this is not what E three used to feel like. You know, five years ago. It's, no, but Sony also pulled out of E three before they, that. They did. So like. And let's be honest here, Sony was really stupid about the way they did E3. Remember the last one they did where they had like four different locations? Yeah, that was bad. They were like, oh, this is... They probably looked at it like we spent too much money. Now we can never do this again. Yeah. And it's just like, you could have just been smarter about this, but... They could have. Um, But yeah, we, we can move on. But E3 is a weird it's gone probably they claim it's coming back i don't think so i think like the spirit of e3 lives on in key three uh summer games fest mess but e3 itself i think is toast here's another company we haven't really heard a lot about uh bandai namco what's going on with them uh they are having a gundam games showcase at some point i didn't write that on here because i didn't think you would care at all that'll get leaked before anyway so uh i think all of those games already were announced <laughs> and, but that the entire thing's gonna get leaked like the day before oh pro- probably um but i mean namco bandai like they they were here with jeff Keeley. okay they're making that one piece game okay i'm just thinking like like that is one that always got, got leaked like the day before e3 and it was always on their own website but like also the biggest name namco bandai thing is elden ring yeah, Dark Souls. And so, like, Elden Ring already came out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I don't really know what else they have. Yeah, I'd be anime. The anime, right. That, that are, they just throw out at random. 
So, yeah, I, I don't know. E3, the spirit lives on. We're here. It's happening. Um, and then just like in general new stuff, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, everyone's favorite Smash Brothers-like game. Uh, the patch that came out last week uh, finally added voice acting. Sweet to the game so uh people are very excited about that and uh, also they added items so now if you want to just do like a wacky fun smash brothers mode with some items that's there apparently uh nukio asked me if i wanted to play this tomorrow i said yes but now he got mario strikers so maybe he won't want to play still Mm -hmm. but uh that's cool and it's especially cool because the three DLC the characters they announced were uh, Jenny from My Life as a Teenage Robot. She is out now, but the next character, Hugh Neutron. I love Jimmy Neutron's dad's voice, man. <laughs> and he will definitely be in the game because that voice actor is on Cameo, and you can pay him to say literally whatever you want. Did you and see that Ersman was on Cameo? I did, yes. He's $10 um, more than Dan Reichert, which made me laugh. Nice. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so Hugh Neutron's voice will be great in that game. And I, I am kind of excited to get in there. I want to see what's what they did for my boy, SpongeBob. Uh, but they did announce like they are the regular actors. Like it is, uh, Tom Kenny is voicing SpongeBob in that. So that's neat. That game continues to get support weirdly. Um, I, you know, it was actually really, I think a smart play on their part because, I had talked about before how I felt like this game had died on the vine. Uh, and then they announced that DLC and I was like, you know, who's going to buy this? Like there's no one left playing it. Then it got announced that it is coming as part of PlayStation plus this month. And then they announced this patch and put it out, adding the voices and the items. So it comes right in time for a huge influx of people getting it for free from PlayStation plus and uh, they're also crossplay will be coming out soon. So it, they, they like may have gotten a second chance at this game, I think in a weird way. Okay. So I, th- I think that's cool. Um, the next one I put on here because I thought it was hilarious. Um, Shredder's revenge, the new Ninja turtles game. It was announced at summer games fest uh, to showcase that it is coming out the 16th. Um, but they had announced that physical versions were coming out uh, a couple days ago. And if you bought Ninja Turtles 2 on the NES, it came with a coupon that you would get a free Pizza Hut pizza. They were so committed to that bit that limited run games went out and got it so that every physical copy of Shredder's Revenge will come with a free Pizza Hut pizza coupon. And apparently Jeremy Parrish was tweeting about this because his boss was the one who had to go and make these negotiations. Apparently it was very, very difficult Mm. and they probably should have just given up, but they were so committed to the bet that they stuck it out and made it happen. Do you think they have to charge more because of it? No. The the game itself is $25 digital and the physical version, just like most of the things limited run games is $10 more than the digital version just for the packaging. So it's a 35 for the regular packaging. Wow. I wonder how, um, I wonder, like who, like there's no way Pizza Hut's taking that. They, they can't afford to take that. Hit, can they? I have bought two Pizza Hut pizzas in the last week, so I'm keeping them afloat. 
Oh, because of your job, are you closer to a Pizza Hut? No, they deliver to my mom's house. Oh, they are. You are close, like with your. So mom. I just was like, "Hey, well, they deliver, and they did." And I was like, "Well, this is a problem for me." And I got delivery twice. Isn't Papa John's right near there too? I don't care, man. I wanted stuff crust. Okay. Yeah, but like, like sometimes you want like other bad shitty pizza, you know? That is true. I could, I yes, because I believe it is the Papa John's is right near the Pizza Hut. Yeah. yeah so in theory, Papa John's would deliver as well. Yeah. Because like, um, Papa, or yeah, Papa John's at one point was one of the few places that would deliver to me. And that seems so crazy. And then they're like, the, the last time they came, they're like, we can't do this again. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then you broke up with Papa John. Well, like they like you want to talk about like because you know I used to have really bad heartburn. Like Papa yeah. John, give me the oh word. yes, uh, Papa John's is rough. Uh, but like now that I'm healthier, I don't get heartburn. So I bet I could eat a whole Papa John's pizza and not get heartburn. Nice. Uh, the the big question is, do I want to eat an entire Papa John's pizza? I don't think so. I I mean I would. Yeah, I mean I would as well, but. It's my least of the three chain. I guess if you count Little Caesars, uh, it that's no, that last time we got Little Caesars, that was the greasiest pizza I've ever. Yeah, it was had. really good. It was good. Uh, I Papa John's might be my least, but it might be my lowest. It, it it doesn't help. I know he's not really with the company more, but like he's a super racist, and that. that oh yeah, but that's the, the pizza reckoning is one of the funniest things that's ever happened. So. That offsets it. Racism versus the pizza red. No, I know he's terrible, and I he is no longer with the company. I'm just saying, I also just don't like Papa John's pizza as much. Yeah, I mean, out of the four, uh, definitely my least favorite. Yeah, I think my least favorite. Which there's also what CC's. There is CC's, but we don't have that. We 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 need to though. That's true. I would try it. You've never had it. No. God, I think there's one like kind of close. Interesting. It's all buffet. Oh, yeah. I'll have to look here. Uh, but yeah, the free Pizza Hut pizza, I think it's only a personal pan pizza. So it's like a probably a medium pizza. Uh, that's cool. I, I think that's really funny. Limited Run Games also announced a $200 special edition of this game that I had to have my girlfriend talk me out of buying because I was so close. <laughs> Would your girlfriend talk you out of driving three hours away for CC's Pizza? Mm, maybe. Because it's the closest we'll one in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Oh, we'll see. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm intrigued. We'll talk after. <laughs> uh, but yeah, $200 for the special edition. It comes with like a strategy guide, like this fucking weird shadow box thing, a VHS case holder a fucking like an action figure case holder an action figure of shredder like 12 other things and as someone who is a huge ninja turtles fan i was so ready what if instead of all that it just came with like 10 coupons for pizza i would take that uh also instead i will just i have enough money to get it digitally on the playstation store and it will cost me zero dollars so i'm just gonna buy a physical copy of the playstation 4 version as well so you're gonna buy two versions yeah, I'll buy it digitally because the the physical one won't um, ship. Mm, for a while. And I am always, because of Scott Pilgrim, I'm always leery that these type of licensed products will get delisted. 
So, I mean, I don't know. Cool. Plus, I would also I would I want a physical copy of this Ninja Turtles game. Yeah, I mean, like, why not? Like, you've been talking about this game for months, and I'm not. Yeah, it, I, yeah. It, so I I'm, I just like Ninja Turtles, so I I'm excited. Um, this Matt, this next one is my favorite news story, maybe that we've ever talked about on the podcast. It can I? It's so incredible. It, it bothers me. It bothers me. In what way? What way does it bother you? We need to announce, like, say what it is before I can say why it bothers me. Okay, so Fanbyte uh, put out a news article, Imran Khan specifically, so you know this is legit as hell. Uh, Nintendo currently is sitting on a sequel to 1-2 Switch, mm-hmm. and it tested so terribly internally that he got a quote. That one of the, This is a literal quote from the article. Different employees said, if released as it is, it would damage the company's reputation as a great software developer. And like multiple people said this to Imran Khan, that this game sucks so bad that they are afraid that the company should not release it. And so apparently it has many games like 1-2-Switch did, but also it has some cell phone stuff like You Don't Know Jack. So it is like, or the Jackbox game specifically. So it is like they were trying to recreate that with these mini games, but also there is no real direction and none of it is fun. Mm -hmm. So it's just like the first one? Yes, exactly. And it would be $60 also. bothered me. When I read that quote, I was like, how is that any different than the first one? The first one is like one of the most offensive games that's ever been released to me. But it had that cow milking thing. And that was shit. That was a shit. No, step. it was so funny, though. It, it, it was all hilarious that you play once or twice and you say never again. The fact that they had the audacity to charge <laughs> it is where I get offended. That game free <sighs> because you had to spend your own fucking time playing it. <laughs> I hate that game. <laughs> they have a sequel. <laughs> shitty party games that offend me. One, two, switch. Yeah, and you know what I think is the best part is people were like, "These quotes are incredible. I gotta play this." And people were like, "What if they just like released it as part of the Switch expansion pass?" If it was free, I will not be offended. If that, I would, I would fucking, I would play this if it was part of the Switch expansion pass. I just think like. Uh, how can it even get greenlit how could it be get, how could it get greenlit to be developed why why like why would you do it like one two what? switch oh. probably got an actual it probably had oh, decent sales overall for how much of a piece of shit it was because it was one of the few games that fucking launched with the switch because it was do you want to play breath of the wild or do you want to play one two switch pick pick your game which you should have played Breath of the Wild for obviously. Exactly, yeah, 100%. But how how could it be greenlit? It's incredible. It's so wild. Also, what offends I, me, Nintendo already has a great party. Like, you know. Oh, friend. yeah. They don't need to. No. And by that, you mean WarioWare. Nintendo. Nintendo Land. No, seriously, um, though, Land was really good, and that was a pack-in. Oh, no, it was, and it was a pack-in, yes. And it, yes. Uh, One, two, switch should have just been a pack-in, something that, like, we played once, and it's just kind of forgotten about. 
they shouldn't have charged money and they definitely shouldn't have made a second one. But here we are. Yeah. Here we are. Um, it's it's it so bad. I, 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 I am curious of how, like, if this offended people that worked at the company and the first one didn't, holy shit. It's got it. Well, just like if to people listening into you, Matt, if you did not read Imran's article, it's incredible. Like it just. Oh, my God. People literally were calling the game, quote, horse shit as shorthand. I now that I'm thinking about one, two switch, it did have that one mini game where it was the ice cubes. And that was kind of cool. When playtesting groups received the game, the feedback to the development team was so brutal. The target audiences Nintendo was hoping to hit, families with children, found the games boring. Many didn't even want to play through entire rounds. Mm. In the bingo example, one player would use the Joy-Con to mime digging out a number before reading it off to the TV screen, a process that playtesters reported as incredibly tedious. See, like, the thing is, when you think about what kids are playing today... Fortnite among us i'm pretty sure um uh minecraft is making a resurgence like do kids want to play like like games like this anymore i mean did kids ever want to play games like this like i don't think we would have played a game like one listen to this quote it is unclear that nintendo plan it is not it is unclear what nintendo plans to do with the game now sources have said nintendo executives will not be swayed on the idea of a full 60 dollar retail release for this game citing how well the original one two switch did in similar circumstances however with poor critical consensus In what ways it's similar circumstances? <laughs> one was a launch game and one competitor. Me- oh, God. Oh, nope. Some others in the company suggested making the game an add-on bonus to the higher tier of Nintendo Switch Online. That's I'm all for it. Those executives know what's up. Uh, I just... Oh, man. Like, can you imagine being in a fucking boardroom at Nintendo and everyone is saying to you, like, dude this game is so bad like we can't release it it will harm our image and the other guys like and then the other guys like 60 bucks like what the fuck people have rooftop parties they're gonna want to play <laughs> i mean i see i hear where you're coming from you guys think like maybe for 20 dollars absolutely not 60 or nothing I know it only cost us like $4 to make it. And we just had to like, you know, videograph or, you know, videotape Steve from accounting to like, oh my God. Remember the actors? Cause like, there's no, how could I forget? It's all just FMV. It's just, oh man. I just like, when I saw this, I was like, this is not real. <laughs> this is fucking insane. I'm completely honest here. The only reason why one, two switch was ever even talked about is because it, because it was one of the few things that like they were showing off the switch before it was released. Yeah. My, my other absolute favorite part about this was Imran said beforehand, he tweeted wild Nintendo story coming up soon. And people were like speculating like, oh, it could be like a direct is coming up because it's like close to when E3 would have been all this shit. And it turns out to be a fucking one two switch sequel. Ah, chef's kiss. Sometimes Nintendo fans get what they deserve. Me included. Uh, That's, you know, that's. 
I, that's that's incredible. Honestly, like I get it because I get I bet it did sell well. So I bet like there's someone in Nintendo that's like we got to make another one. People really liked that. <laughs> but oh my god, like hell yeah, yeah. god I. I so desperately want them to release it with Nintendo Switch expansion thing, online pass. I know. Like, I, want nothing, the, I, I want it so bad. I need the audacity. No. No. Yes. Because then we won't try it. I, I, do we have to try it? At, oh. oh, if they release it on the expansion pass, we have to try I got to see how bad it is. Like if I I have if we have that opportunity we gotta do it. I'm not paying sixty. I'm not paying sixty dollars for it. But like, come on. I bet we'll be like, oh, this isn't so bad. We've played worse. Yeah, because it was free, quote unquote. Well, I mean, like most of those games we played were basically free. Of like my that 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 is true. But I'm just saying, like it's I there is no risk reward on this. Like, okay. I, sure, I sure I paid. Uh, money for Switch Online, but like I already, you know, I'm playing games online on my Switch. I'm getting the Mario Kart DLC for free. I'm getting the Animal Crossing DLC. Like, yeah, there, there's no, there's no risk if it comes to that. So I, that's awesome. Um, and then the final news story before we really get into the Summer Games Fest stuff is uh, Sony felt left out because the Microsoft Store kept leaking tons of games. Um, and they said we got to leak a game on our store and they accidentally leaked the last of us part one, which is a remaster uh, for of the last of us for PlayStation five. Um, it So it came out and it was like one of those things where it's like, this can't be fake because the trailer came out with it. Uh, it was a store page on the Sony thing. Um, and it showed the box art. It showed that it's going to be $70. And, you know, it does look a lot better. I will give it that. Um, I just wanted to make a note that they leaked it on their own store before we talked about Summer Games Fest where it was actually announced. Um, And I guess that was the final reveal of the Summer Games Fest. So I'll just, I'll talk about The Last of Us Part 1 now. Did you watch that trailer? I did, but I mean, it's more, I mean, it looks, it looks fantastic. It looks fantastic. Like it, it looks a lot better. And I, I, I've seen people saying they don't think it looks that much better. They're wrong. Like it, if you compare it to what even the remaster on PS4 looks like, like it's graphically, it's a lot. And the reasoning for that mostly is they completely redid like the character models and made it so that it is closer to the original mocap performances. Mm -hmm. Um, so it just like, it looks incredible. Like, especially the detail on the characters. There is one screenshot in particular that I'm thinking of where it shows a clicker, like about to kill Joel. Um, and the, the detail on it is insane. Like it, it looks so good. Um, the other part of it that they did not talk about that people seem to have extrapolated from that footage is that it has the mechanics of the last of us two in it. Um, which would mean that, you would they would also have to do a lot of development work to retool most of the encounters in that game if that was the case uh because like being able to go prone and things like that would uh change up the way some of those encounters worked and especially the improvements to crafting and things like that uh would also change that so like it's one of those things where like i don't want to be that curmudgeonly guy saying like who is this for because the answer is there is always a lot of people but there are always new people playing video games right like 
I, and also, I, I, The Last of Us 1 is a great game, right? It is a good story. To have it look a lot better and play better is great. I, I think that's good. And, like, I, I don't know. The Last of Us is a good game. Like, sure, put this out. The part that I can't get behind is, like, it's going to be $70. You can buy the PS4 version of that game literally right at this minute for $10. Okay. It's $10 right now on Amazon. So because and it's a greatest hits game. So right. like the, the PS3 version, maybe uh, you don't want to go back to that one, but like the PS4 remaster it's is fine. there and it is, it's fine and it's very easily accessible. Yes. And like, while I, while this game does look a lot better, you're not going to have that much of a diminished experience playing the PS4. Version. I played the PS4 version. I don't know, like probably five years ago and it was fantastic. Exactly. And like, you could also, I, I guess technically, if you were going to buy that $10 version, you would have to pay for whatever the cost of the DLC is. Right. Uh, whereas this comes with that, but well, still the version has the DLC. Oh, okay. Then never mind. Like I, I just $70 seems so crazy to me I've, to charge for that. Yes. Uh, I know like for me, I'd look at this and I, I have no reason to buy this. The only reason why I'm just like, whatever is just like, we see this all the time. This is Naughty Dog's first game on the new console. So in a way, this is their like practice and getting used to this console. So then their next game will be ready type of thing. So like I like and we saw the same thing. If you remember Gears of War, they did that on the Xbox one. They remade Gears of War, the first one. Mm-hmm. And, it, and that was just to basically for that studio to be basically learn how the the console works. But that game was not full price. I don't remember what it was. It was not. It was forty dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the fact that they're charging seventy dollars is crazy. I'm not. I'm not arguing in favor of that. I'm just saying, like, why is this game getting made? Like one reason. No, is- I get. I get that. And pe- people are being like weirdly, like violently upset that it even exists. That. I'm okay with this existing. I don't get that part. I mean, like, it's it's just where, like, if it was $40, I, you know, maybe I would pick it up. I mean, it'll eventually go down to $20. It will be. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like it's a Nintendo game that'll never go down in price. Uh, So, yeah, they're going to print 9,000 million copies of this. Uh, It'll sell very well and whatever. I'm just saying, like, for me, like, I'm not excited about this, but, like, this is at least getting Naughty Dog up to speed on the PS5. So, like, I and I highly doubt the entire Naughty Dog team is working on this. I'm sure it's a very small subset of the team. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, like, uh, I'm excited for whatever Naughty Dog is working on next. Also, wasn't uh, discussed the multiplayer is happening as well. It's a standalone game now. Fair enough, sure. Uh, I don't know, and they just, like, showed some concept art of it. Okay. But I, I assume I believe it's free to play mm. with microtransactions. I mean, um, neither of us were going to play it anyway. So. No, I was not. But uh, yeah, so that Sony leaked that, even though it was the final announcement of the uh, Summer Games Showcase Keeley did. Uh, it comes out September 2nd. So that's very soon. And instead of just calling it The Last of Us, it specifically says part one on the case. Uh, so you know they're going to do the same thing with two. You, they're going to remake it? Uh, remake is, you know, that's <laughs> questionable. I they're gonna up-res it they to already better. For PS5. Uh, I don't remember what they did to it. 
But I, I thought they already did, but like I don't know. I don't know. I mean, all I'm saying is that you can't call this The Last of Us Part One and then not release Part Two. I think Part Two's already on there. That's what I'm saying. Oh, well, that's fine then. I still think they will do it. They're going to get you seventy bucks again, baby. <laughs> it's going to be. This is the new GTA Five. Yes, exactly. In I don't know, twenty twenty four. Uh, Last of Us Part One remaster will be on the PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, so also that was the other part of this. Uh, it is this is in development for PC. See, See? so uh, this will come out. This will come to PC. Mm-hmm. Not well, not on September second, oh, no. but sometime in the next year. Twenty twenty four, twenty twenty five. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, that was part of this announcement too. Is it's in development for PC, so th- I think that's cool. People with PCs, you know, maybe you don't have a PlayStation, you'll be able to play The Last of Us. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just when I saw seventy dollars, I was like, no fucking way, dog. Yeah, that's... like I get, I get why you're making this. I get you're learning the new system. Yeah. I get that I this no is one of the most popular, one of those popular games of all time. But like. Woof, 70 bucks the, the part that a little bothers me is like it doesn't bother me so much when they remade ps3 games just because like they couldn't port those games over to ps yeah or the ps4 but like the ps5 can play ps4 games so. exactly like you could buy that 10 dollars disc and put it in there and you're in yeah exactly so like you already have the last of us one on the ps5 where like a lot of the, the PS3 was just so poorly made that like they had to remake these games for the PS4. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid 4 will never come out again. <laughs> so like, well, Konami yeah. doesn't even know what a video game is anymore. So. That's true. That's true. They, they know mobile games. Maybe it'll come to mobile. Oh, sick! Yes, thank <laughs> God. <laughs> Um, and then to get into it, Summer Games Fest with Jeff Keighley, uh, the showcase. I wait. A lot of people. What? Oh, we already talked about God of War. We already talked about God of War. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people I saw saying like, oh, this is terrible. Like, this is this is nothing like E3. There were no really good announcements or whatever. And it's like this. I, I don't know, man. I I always try to temper my expectations for these things now because. The, As we've said, like news comes out all year round. Well, that and like the big news that you want from Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, they're going to have their own press conference. They're not exactly. They're, and the Microsoft showcase is happening in two days. Yes, exactly. Uh, but like a lot of people, even I mean, even the, this, the, the Capcom's coming up here. I think this coming week is going to be the best week we've had so far. Yeah, so so do I. But and and also like people are mad about Sony. Like the big thing from this was a Sony announcement. And, and the other big thing is like as long as one thing that I'm excited about gets announced at each press conference, I'm excited. Like that's all. Oh, I exactly. Care about. And like I actually care about several things that were sh- announced here. I, shown here. I'm excited you know, about one. Which one is that for you? Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns, which is not. Oh, yes. That is not like it's Marvel, but XCOM. I mean, like, of course, that's right up. my. Well, I have some news for you. I will. uh, I'll talk about it when I get there. But um, originally, the the first couple things they showed were like uh, an extended gameplay sequence of the Callisto Protocol. (laughs) It is brutally violent. Holy fuck. Uh and you know it looks like dead space um and so the joke that quickly happened was wow there sure are a lot of games taking place in abandoned space stations um fort solace is a game that also takes place on an abandoned space station uh 
it's like an exploration thing. Uh, Troy Baker is in it. He came out and talked about it and he might also be involved in the development. Mm-hmm. I was m- working while I had this on in the background. So some of the information is a little jumbled in my brain. Um, and then a- another uh, space station game routine was re-revealed. This had been announced a while ago. And actually there's a pretty good article that Patrick Klepek wrote on uh, waypoint uh, about, like, yo, what the fuck happened to this game? When was the last time he wrote for a waypoint? Patrick? Yeah. He, he, all the time. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, I, I'm getting him in um, Austin mixed Austin, up. Austin, yeah. yeah. That's um, so, yeah, it was a while ago. He wrote, like, what the fuck happened to this? This game looked cool. And the answer was, I think it had a lot of development troubles and is now coming back. Uh, I didn't write it here, but there, I actually laughed at this reveal. Uh, did you watch any of this? I watched some of it. I, I was. Okay. It's hard like, when I'm at work. I can't really. No, I got you. I just I mean I didn't know if you would like watch it afterwards when you got home. But oh. um, there was there was like this whole CG trailer for an Aliens game. Okay, and you're like, whoa, like this is a really cool CG trailer. And then in the last like ten seconds, it shows what it looks like in game, and it is like the world's shittiest looking top down shooter. <laughs> and I started laughing so hard because it's like they spent. So so much money to make this huge CG thing. And then this is what the fucking game looks like. Oh, rough. Okay. I don't want to cut you off, but mm-hmm. going back to routine, I'm on a YouTube channel for this trailer. It's for a musician. Do, mm-hmm. do you want to guess the musician who, who tweeted the, or posted this trailer? I, I couldn't even know. Nick Gordon. What? Yeah. I'm guessing, I'm guessing he made the soundtrack. If he's, if he, on his own YouTube channel, channel oh, posted the trailer. That's so sick. Okay, I'm back. I'm in. <laughs> Are you? I mean, I'm in to listen to the soundtrack. Okay, okay. that's fair. <laughs> I yeah, I probably won't play that no, game, but no. that's sick. I'm, I'll take it. Um, Goat Simulator Three was announced. Sure. sure. Um, Midnight Suns. So it the major part of this is it comes out October seventh. Well, and it's, uh, it's for Axis. It is, yeah, but I mean, this trailer was all CG. Yes, it was. There, there was literally no gameplay. Which I mean, like, how do you? Do I, it? I guess it. I guess it showed that uh, Venom is a character and is one of the villains. Um, but so my thing was like, I just want to see more gameplay of this, and <laughs> apparently, within the past week, uh, outlets were able to play five a five hour build. Okay. Um, and it is not really like XCOM now. Mm. Uh, or as much. So I guess the reason that this took so long to come out was because Firaxis originally had it to be, it was basically literally XCOM with Marvel characters is the way they described it. And they said that it was not fun in the way XCOM was fun because like you are Iron Man and he's strong. He's a hero. You miss a bunch of shots as Iron Man that's not cool. You don't feel like a hero. If you smash the shit out of someone with Captain Marvel and you do like dick for damage, that's not fun. That's not cool. And so I guess like they were having a struggle to like make it fun and like figure out how they could have it be like XCOM, but with Marvel characters. And the thing that they settled on was this card system, which the last time they showed gameplay, uh, they had, that was in there a little bit, but not really explained. And so I guess the way they did it was they turned it into a deck building game. Oh, interesting. Uh, so I know some people will be turned off. I am one of those people. I will still play this game um, because I am excited. I want to see how it turned out and how they did it. But I guess it is like, instead of like having like you miss a lot or like 
you know, do weird damage things. It's you are specifically building a deck and then your character, you can only play like three cards a turn or something. Uh, and then like you have to make sure that the characters have cards equipped and synergized properly. Um, so it is still a strategy game, but it does involve uh, building like a deck with cards okay. to, to, to do the strategy portion. Um, so I, I guess originally like it literally just was XCOM, mm. but like with these characters um, and they, they, they were not happy with it, yeah. I guess is what it comes that down to. That makes sense. But like, I think Firaxis is one of those studios who have proven themselves time and time again, they can make fun games. So mm-hmm. I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt and try this. So Yeah, same. I, I will try this. I just was like, I, I read that article earlier today. I was like, oh, that's really interesting, actually. Like, I like when studios are transparent about that kind of stuff. Yes. yes. Um, because it's just like, otherwise people would have just been like, why isn't it just like XCOM? Right. And it's like, well, because that wasn't fun. All right, fuck you. Yeah, we tried it. Um, it didn't we tried work. It. it did not work. We iterated, and we think that this works and is good for this game. Yes. So if they tried something and they're like, hey, this didn't work, but this is working, then like that gets me even more excited because they found something that did work. Yeah, and so like a lot of outlets were wrote about their time with that build, and all of them basically said what I've said, where it's like, I don't know, another deck building game, and like ev- the couple that I read were like, you know, in the end, I was like, actually, this works, and I like it. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, okay, cool. That's, that's as long as it's not a rogue, uh, roguelite. Yeah, it's not. Order. So oh, you know, no. we're in. I'm in. I'll, yeah. I'll give it a shot. I hope I like it. Uh, so yeah, October seventh, though. I, that's cool. That's. I'll take that. Um, the Cuphead DLC finally will be releasing June 30th. They showed some gameplay of uh, whatever the fuck her name is, Chalice Girl. And then they announced that Netflix is going to do a second season of the Cuphead show. Is that good? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I had forgotten it even came out. So Awesome. Um, and like I said, Jeff Keighley did the Geek to Week thing for Netflix. They also announced the Dragon Age show and a bunch of other video game related shows. Big the Cat is in the new Sonic show, Sonic Prime. Our Lord and Savior has returned uh, to Sonic. Um, but then uh, Neon White, the new game I talked about by from Ben Esposito, the guy who made Donut County. Um, this game, actually, I have wanted to play this for a very long time, and I'm glad it comes out in six days. Uh, it is only for Switch and PC, I believe, um, but it is a first-person speed-running shooter, first-person shooter, where you use cards. And it is a roguelike. So, you know, it's a weird thing, but uh, it is very, I played the demo on Steam. It is very cool and very fun. I liked it a lot. I don't know if that will hold me for the duration of the game, but it's, you know, it's a smaller indie game. And I trust Ben Esposito to do me right. So I will take it. Uh, Layers of Fear was announced by Bloober Team. It's a horror game. They're making it. I don't remember anything else about it other than it was a horror game and Bloober Team made the medium. And all their games are okay. Yep. So, but this game, uh, it is like a quote, I think they said a psychedelic horror game. It has very good graphics and it is first person. uh, The last game they made looked great too. Yeah. But in first person, it's like basically like, uh, I don't know if you had ever played the game Eternal Darkness on the GameCube. No. Where they they would have like all kinds of weird effects and shit that would happen to the screen. This is like that, but Ooh. in first person with really good graphics to like make you feel like you're really freaking out. Uh, so the trailer was kind of weird, uh, but I was like, I'd people who like horror games probably way into this. 
I am not one of those people, but uh, it looked neat. Um, And then the Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge. I was like, how do they keep showing this thing all the time? How are they announcing physical versions of this? How are they announcing new characters? And we get no release date. At first they said, hey, you know who's a playable character in this game? Casey Jones. And I lost my brain because I love Casey Jones. So now you can play as the four turtles, Splinter, April, and Casey Jones. You can play six player. Uh, If you were going through the comics, you could play as like Alapex. uh, Yeah, but like you're not going to bring in the comics for Nintendo. Uh, They did. Oh, they did? Comic characters are villains in this. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, then I'm not... so oh. yeah i don't know but uh either way you can, you can play six player mm-hmm. um it seems like you might only be able to play four player local and then the other two players get added in through online but you know it's a it's a beat em up and they're really trying to go for the turtles in time thing and then at the end they said hey guess what it comes out june 16th so also six days that's cool i'm excited uh i will play this game and it's probably pretty short because it's a beat em up, and uh, I will enjoy every minute of it. Who do you who do you want to play as? Uh, I will play as Michelangelo, Donatello, or Casey Jones. Do you think you'll you'll do a run of each one, or uh, it really depends um, what the unlockable stuff is like, okay. or like you know how it goes. It so the gameplay footage uh, makes it seem like they might be able to level up separately and i don't know if that will like unlock more moves or do certain things but um yeah it depends on like how much replayability there is you know right and it does they are different uh people were playing it this week and they said they all have like different special moves and stuff and they dodge and dash differently so i don't know have you decided where you're gonna get it what platform uh i think i'm gonna get on ps4 Hmm. i mean it'll probably run the best there so. yeah it'll it'll run the best there i mean i think it'll run fine on switch too because it's just a 2d side scrolling beat them up but um gotta get that y- you gotta get the trophies uh i already have the money on the playstation store so makes sense i'll do that um and then yeah the, then the last thing they talked about was the last of us multiplayer um is in development it's gonna be a standalone thing and then they announced the last of us part one remaster slash remake thing uh and they showed a still of the show literally just a single screen grab from the show sure (laughs) and i was just like this is what we could get jeff uh and troy baker and uh whatever her name is the lady who voices ellie i can't never remember Oh, uh, Ashley, Ashley something. Yeah. Johnson or something like that. Yeah, that might be it. But they, they apparently are making, they will make a cameo in the show. Oh, cool. Uh, it's tightly under wraps, Matt. They can't talk about it. Well, we don't even know what's going to happen. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that is, uh, that, that was it. That there were a couple other things, uh, nothing really like. I could think of that caught my eye. Um, and then uh, outside of this, there was right afterwards, there was the day of the devs um, that double fine puts on. It's their 10th one where they show a couple indie games um, offhand. I don't remember any of them specifically. There was one about a Fox and a frog from a Japanese developer that looks fucking so cool. Um, but a lot of those games that they show at the day of the devs are usually like very, very far out. Um, they all look neat and they're always look unique. Um, so that's cool. Uh, but I didn't really write any of those down because right. like, that's just the thing. Like we'll hear about those over time when they're about to come out. Um, Devolver did their thing. 
they showed like four games. It was only like a half hour presentation and Suda 51, the guy who makes uh, no more heroes was very prominent in it. Uh, he like got built into a robot and then killed them all. I think I was kind of skipping through it, sure. but um, there were the first game was a weird, like a game called like lamb, like cult of the lamb. And it's like, you play as this lamb and there's a cult that worships you. I don't even know what the hell that gameplay is like. There was another one where you like kick a bunch of shit in first person and you like shoot the shit out of people. First person shooter, but like you just like kick open doors. Yeah. And like, it looked fun. I can't really remember what it was uh, called. called. Uh, But the last two that they showed, I actually was like, holy shit. Like, this is crazy. I don't know if you saw the trailer for the plucky squire. Oh, it's so cool. I, you should watch the trailer. Uh, so like it starts off as like this metroidvania in a storybook and like you are like this knight and you're like going through the storybook um and it like is cool because you're like literally walking on the pages as things are happening and then it's 2d and then he gets out of the book and it becomes like this gorgeous 3d environment where you're like going around this kid's room and then it looks like you go into other things in the room and so like he gets like a jetpack and he's like in a space part like graphically and like visually it looked so neat um it did not have a release date or anything but it looks really cool i the trailer really i was like wow this is it goes from 2d and then it it, the best way to describe it is the character kind of looks like a link's awakening that remake yeah but then when he comes out of the book and it's like fully 3d like that's what i'm saying like when he's like he looks like link's awakening yeah, it, it's that game looks very cool. I uh, yeah, this this piece does seem really neat. Yeah, I will I will try that out. I'm gonna definitely make a note of that one. Yeah, and then the other one, the last one that they showed was called Skate Story, and it is a narrative adventure game where you play as a guy on a skateboard, but he is like cursed or something and is made of glass. Sure, that makes sense. Uh, and it has really, really a wild soundtrack. And like, I guess it's a narrative action adventure game. Um, it is a weird trailer, but it really left an impression on me and it looks cool. I'll give it a shot when it comes out. Um, it's neat. But the plucky squire, I saw that trailer and I, when he stepped out of that book, I was like, whoa, this already was cool. But like, what the fuck? Um, and then when they were like, yeah, hey, it's a Metroidvania. I was like, oh, we're in. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, yeah, that game looks really neat, and I think the concept behind it. Uh, I was like, "Wow, this trailer is like really well done to make me go like, ooh, that's cool." Yeah, that, so, that looks really neat and uh, routine. I would look look into that a little bit more. Apparently, that's going to be on Game Pass. So, oh, okay. Uh, oh, uh, Ninja Turtles is going to be on Game Pass as well. Sweet. Yeah, I so. still probably won't play it to be honest, but hey, that's fair. You don't like beat 'em up games that much, but no, uh, I didn't yeah. really grow up playing them. So yeah that uh that that will be on game pass as well so they're you know game pass still getting getting the new releases you know um and then i guess yeah we'll just we'll just talk about what we have been playing i think and then we'll we'll call it a show because you know it's like technically e3 not e3 yeah yeah as i said i think this coming week is we're gonna get some good stuff as well so i'm excited yeah and i mean i obviously i talked about street fighter a lot and stuff and i you know, I just like I, game announcements get me excited. I I want to like games. I'm ex- I'm when new games get announced, it's really cool. Like I, 
you know, and I also think it's really cool when you see a game that you were not expecting to see, like the Plucky Squire, and you're like, that is a thing I would like. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Um, so yeah, the weird, the devolver, normally they have like weird games that I'm not really super that into, but skate story and plucky squire. I was like, you know what devolver you got me. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Uh, do you want to talk about what you've been playing or do you want me to start? Uh, I can start. I really, this week I started playing animal crossing again, sure. uh, because I am. Oh, we're both playing uh, AC. Sorry. Both playing- oh, AC. Yes. Um, but I, my girlfriend got a switch and she wanted to play animal crossing. And so then I started playing animal crossing again and it's now the third coming of dystopia, my animal crossing town, the Renaissance is happening. Um, I'm having a good time again, but the, the main thing that I really played was vampire survivor, uh, because I just needed a game to just like kind of sit there and zone out and tick off. I've talked about it before. The runs are either 15 or 30 minutes and you just, you know, you shit comes at you and you fuck it up. Um, Have you ever then, no. So I guess you can kill death now. I don't know how I haven't unlocked everything yet. Um, so you can kill death. I just, I, I have not done it yet. Um, and then I thought it was really funny because the day after I started playing, there was a major patch that added a shitload of new stuff. And I was like, well, you gotta get back in there. Um, so I've been playing that, uh, that game should be done by the end of the year. I believe he, uh, there was just an article I read that the guy who made it was he was like, yeah, I mean, I put it on Steam for three dollars. Right. Uh, and he was able to quit his job. Jesus. <laughs> and get supported full time from this. Like it sold a lot. And he uh, is now well, developing it full time. Well, like selling it for three dollars and being able to retire. That should tell you how many copies. No. So what I think is funny is like you read the articles and he's just like, yeah, you know, that was not the plan. Oh. And I was like, yeah, no. He was just like, I don't know. I was developing it for fun. I didn't even know what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I just put it up on Steam Early Access and now I can quit my job. <laughs> I was like, that's that's so cool for him. I'm glad. Uh, it's such a stupid game and it's I have a lot of fun playing it. Um, there's a lot of content, a lot of unlockables. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. There's more characters, more stages. He just added the fifth stage um, and he very clearly in each patch thing says like, Hey, it's not complete. And there's going to be a couple more weapons maybe, but you know, it's early access. He's, he's going, it's, it's cool. Uh, this week, this coming week, I, um, will have played Mario strikers battle league. I actually have it here in front of me. Um, I'm excited. I liked playing the tutorial. I didn't actually get to play any online matches in when the network test was open. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only did the tutorial beforehand, but uh, it's it. Judging from reviews, it seems like what I expected, where it's uh, you know has like literally no single player content and is meant for multiplayer stuff. Right. So. I I will play it multiplayer style. So yeah, next week I'll at least talk about that. And then what day is the sixteenth? Uh, the sixteenth will be. It's a Thursday. Weird. So I will have it. I will probably have played uh, Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge, and maybe some Neon White. I probably just Ninja Turtles and Mario Strikers though. But at least two new games to talk about. You know, video games. Video games. I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, and you have continued to play the video games. One of these, I'm actually really curious to hear what you have to say because I almost bought it. Uh, okay. Uh, so I'm going to start by saying I'm still making my way through Assassin's Creed 3. And now what's your favorite Assassin's Creed game? It's still 
I, not, not I feel what, in the trees still. It's fine. Like I'm, I don't think it's a bad game. It's fine. Um, okay. I look forward to when I'm at the end of this and we'll rank them all. Spoilers. <laughs> Assassin's Creed 3 is probably going to be towards the back. I thought you were just going to leave it at that and say, I'm looking forward to when I'm at the end of this. No, no it's not that bad. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm still enjoying it. Um, whatever reason this week, I just spent like all week just clearing out Boston. Just, just running around and doing everything in Boston. I don't know why. I have an issue, but here we okay. are. I, God, I hate that fucking uh, lock picking mini game. Holy shit! Oh God, it sucks. It's awful. It's awful. yeah, it's really not good. Oh, uh, so, but yep, still making my way through through that. Uh, Dead Space, not a lot to update there. I'm still just kind of playing Dead Space. I just did. Um. Oh, I just did the uh, the. Uh, I had to clean the air out because there were there were some aliens or whatever you want to call them. I can't think of the actual name right now, but they they were fucking up the air and people would have died and suffocated. So I completed that. So I'm a little past halfway through Dead Space. Just kinda... okay. So I I have an unre- a question unrelated to you playing this Dead Space. Sure. You're gonna play the remake, right? Oh, of course. Are you gonna play the Callisto Protocol? Of course. Okay. I just wondered. I didn't know if it was like more like, yeah, I will play Dead Space, but I I don't know. No, the Callisto Protocol is made by the guy who was yes. mainly behind Dead Space, and it looks like Dead Space. So yes, like, it's awesome. I mean, it depends. If it if it comes out and it's reviewed and it like gets poor reviews, I probably won't spend the money. Uh, yeah. But but like, yeah, I mean, if it comes out and it's good, I'll I'll absolutely play it. So Okay. Uh and then but the big thing I played this week, uh my girlfriend, she she kind of likes like more like walking simulators and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I, I've been wanting to check out the Stanley Parable. So that just seems like a fun thing to kind of like the two of us. We can absolutely kind of play it together. Um, and we just kind of trade the the controller off every once in a while. Uh, I assume you're pretty familiar with this game. Yeah, like I was always interested in it, but I never played it. And now that the new version came out semi-recently, I thought about picking it up because... I don't know. People always like talk really highly of this game, and I I think you would. Yeah, really, I, I like I like the concept of it. So. I think you would really enjoy because like all it is is just like my recommendation is the first time through because like the game starts and there's a narrator and he's just kind of telling you what to do. My recommendation is the first time just follow the narrator, mm. and then after that start poking and prodding and going against the the narrator. Yeah. Uh, just because, like, then I think you'll appreciate things a lot more, kind kind of like following the main path the first time. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, this is such a hard game to talk about because, like, everything's a spoiler. So, uh, if, yeah. Uh, so, like, I'll just try to keep it as like as spoiler free as I can, or like light as I can. So, just a very simple example. I'm kind of walking along. There's a door. I open up the door. I walk into this closet. The narrator's like, "What are you doing in this closet?" There's nothing in this closet. Get out of this closet. So I, I still kind of looked around and find anything left on another run because like the game just like resets after like after you're done and it like a run does not take very long. It may be like 10, 15 minutes through mm-hmm. I, on a subsequent run. I went back into that closet and the like the narrator knew and he's like, what are you doing? Why are you in this closet? You've already <laughs> been here. And so, I, you know, I looked around a little bit more. didn't find anything left. A couple run throughs later, the closet's boarded up. I can't even go in the closet. (laughs) 
So like, so it's like just little things like that. And like, I will say for the DLC, I don't want to spoil what happens. All I'm going to say is they went on to the Steam user reviews <laughs> basically just made fun of them. Okay, good. They quote-unquote listened to them uh, and like implemented their quote-unquote suggestions, but in very like petty and snarky ways. Good. I I like that. So like they're like the game is very self-aware. They also went through and found like like critic critical reviews of like very positive of like basically 10 out of 10s and they're like, "See, we're amazing. We're great at this." <laughs> uh so like I I did enjoy like the DLC section as well. But like if you've never played the Stanley Parable, I you will absolutely enjoy your time with it. So. Yeah. Um uh, it, it's such a hard game to like talk about without spoiling. All I'm going to say is the game starts and, you know, as I said, there's a narrator kind of telling you what to do in the narrator says, Stanley walked through the left door. Like basically you walk into a room, there's a door on the left, there's a door on the right. The narrator says, Stanley walked through the left door. You can go through the left door. You can go through the right door. It's your choice. And then you'll just kind of see how it unfolds from there. And then kind of play through that after 10, 15 minutes, and then it'll restart you back to the same point. But, like, it remembers everything you did before. Yeah. So uh, it's very interesting. And then, as I said, it like, it's very catty. It's very – it can be – it's 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 very enjoyable. I don't think I'm going to, like, poke and prod and unlock every little thing, discover every little thing. Uh, but, like, I probably am going to play one more session of an hour, and I'll be satisfied. So. Mm. Um, so okay. Stanley Parable. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, definitely, like, I don't know if I'd call it a story per se. Like, I don't know. Like, it's it's an enjoy. It is enjoyable for what it is. Yeah. Uh, and so that's that's really the three games I've been playing this week. Uh, once I'm done with the Stanley Parable, I have another game that I'm going to be playing. Uh, when I write it down here, you're going to be like, "Why is Matt playing that?" You're, you're going to be very intrigued. So, Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Can't wait for that. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this this is uh, that's the podcast. As I said, next week I'll be able to talk about Super Mario Strikers. Sorry, it's not Super Mario Strikers. It's just Mario Strikers. Battle League uh, and Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge. And uh, maybe some Neon White. I don't know. We'll see how it pans out. Um, man, the end of this month, Monster Hunter expansion. Holy shit. Video games. Video games uh, that I'm excited about. I, I've i been having a rough time with video games recently. I haven't been playing them as much. And then when I do, I'm not super feeling it. Mm. I mean, we all like, get, I, I, we all get yeah, You get a little burnout, but like, I don't know. I want to finish Lego Star Wars, but will I ever? I have to go back to Elden Ring at some point because I do have to beat that. I just like every time I think about it, I'm just like, oh, dude, do I have this in me right now? How far into it are you? Like 20, 30 hours. So like it's too far for you to restart. It's way too far for me to restart. And you like I, you would start a new save, play for a couple hours, remember how the game works, and then just go back to that previous save? No, I'll just because I, I was at a really good spot when I quit. Like I had finally upgraded a ton. I finally got the skill level to use this giant sword I wanted. And I dumpstered a boss that I had been having trouble with. So I can move forward and 
I'll be good, but there's still so much left of that game. And the way I play those types of games, like it's going to take me so long. And I, you know, I just, I don't play games as often as I was previously. And so that's part of it is where it just like, it feels like such a daunting task that like, I almost am like, just like, Oh, I don't know, dude. Yeah. That's that I I'm getting to an age where like I get more excited about like the, 10 to 15 hour game you know yeah and i i still get very excited about long games like i literally the two longest games i could possibly want to play come out on july 29th digimon survive and xenoblade chronicles 3 i will play i sorry and monster hunter monster hunter comes out at the end of this month so yeah like i that i will be excited about and i already played that i know you know, I'll but I mean, saying, but I'm saying Monster Hunter is always a long experience as well. Yeah, it's always it's always a long experience. But like Xenoblade is the next game that is very long that I know I will complete because like I, you know, I've already invested my time. I've played the first two. God, I played Xenoblade Chronicles one for way too long. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. And, and two, two as well. I play I played two a lot. But didn't Yukio play it three times longer than you, though? Two, he did. And he still didn't beat it. Mm hmm. Uh, whereas I did no one, I, I literally had to tell myself I can't play this anymore. Oh, okay, I had played for over two hundred hours and just kept doing side quests, and somehow there were still more. And I was like, "Why am there's no there's nothing else for me to fight though? Like, why am I doing this? There's no other greater challenge." And I eventually I just like unhooked my Wii and was like, "It's over. <laughs> we can't. I can't. No longer will I play this." Um, I, and so it's the worlds of one and two combined for three and I'm very excited to play it, but it's one of those things where it's like, that'll take me forever. Right. Uh, it's going to be a very long game and they're very complicated. Uh, so at least that's something you, know, you can take your switch when you go Yeah, it's on switch and I could buy Digimon survive for switch, but I pre-ordered it three years ago and I pre-ordered the PS4 version. Uh, and because I pre-ordered it with, five other games one of which was elden ring i can no longer cancel that order because some of them shipped oh okay but also i would i would have gotten it on ps4 anyway so it doesn't really matter uh but yeah i can't cancel that order now so i'm I'm locked into the the ps4 version you uh, I, I probably could i could i could talk to amazon customer service and get them to fix it but i i'll play the ps4 version that's fine you pre-ordered it before the ps5 was even a thing i did literally did you know what else is in that order um the only so the two games in it that have not shipped are digimon survive and uh vampire the masquerade 2 why did you put that in there oh because i gotta play it why because people love that first one sure i gotta know sure it's gonna be bad now but i'll play i gotta find out you know the first one's not good well but it is though I, it's one of those like cult classics. I will admit there's a there's a, a there's a group of people that love that game. Uh, I don't. Oh, know and I I've I've watched footage of it. Like I would really like that game. I don't think I would like that game. Oh, I would very much like that game. But I also the amount of work I would have to do to get it running in a proper capacity on a modern computer and like have it be an experience that I could enjoy now is just not the amount of work I want to do to play a game like that that old. So. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, I don't know. I'm excited for games and stuff, but it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I just like, I end up playing like one game a week recently, and it's usually something where I just like dick off and turn my brain off. So, which I mean, you are, I mean, 
you're driving, you know, you have a girlfriend, so that's going to take time. And then you're also just like driving to work like 45 minutes to an hour every day. So that's cutting. Mm-hmm. So like, I get it. You just don't have the time you used to. So. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's a part of growing up, yeah. you know, part of things change and whatever, but I still, you know, I'm playing. I, I got the games. I just got to play them. Where I'm, I'm just lucky that I just don't sleep a lot. So I just have a lot of time to do. Something. Yeah. But then I just play at weird hours that like no human being. I can't convince my friends to play at like 6, 7 a.m. That's true. So I, I just stick to multi, uh, single player games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with that, that'll do it for this episode. Um, as always, the theme song is Thing Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. They're an excellent chiptune band. You should check them out. Uh, and we will be back next week. Peace out. Peace out.